0: Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Transcript Podcast. Thanks for joining in. You've got me, Scott Kraslov. I'm editor of the Transcript, along with Eric Mokaya, who's our lead author. We sent out a new episode, our new newsletter yesterday, and there was a lot of good stuff in there. I think the biggest change that I noticed over the last week has just been the increasing concern over the Delta variant in the United States. I think for the last few weeks, it's kind of been in the back of people's heads as something to keep an eye on, but it hasn't had much impact on the economy. We're still not seeing a big impact in any of the data, but I think especially as case counts rose above like 100,000 per day threshold in the US, I think it's starting to get to a point where there is a little bit more impact on the way that people are going about their lives. So I think last week could end up being a bit of a, of a turning point in that, that where Delta and some other factors are providing a, a bit of a drag on the economy from the euphoria that we had at the beginning of the summer. As we're exiting the summer, some of that euphoria may be starting to, to wear off a little bit. So any thoughts, Eric?
1: I agree. I think the past two weeks, I think we've noticed a little bit of a change in tone in executives uh, who are a little more concerned about the Delta variant. On the positive end, the data that we have from the earnings calls of companies who reported last week and which had, uh, I think, the whole of July to look at the data that is coming in. It's positive. It's not. It's that the trends are continuing, which they've seen before. So I think Lyft had their best uh, month since March 2020 in terms of ride shares and all. So I think it shows that and I think also book uh, was it Elsevier Hospitality that said something like the the Ju- July was better than June. So I think that shows you that some trends are continuing, but. I think the fall is a bit of a wild card because most, I mean, as you say, like a lot of people are going back to work now. Leisure is moving more to corporate travel. So I think there's a lot of executives who are paying attention to how data develops, especially this month and next month, so that they can see if um, it's really impacting. So we don't have any data for August, but for June, for June and July, the data looks good for most of the companies that reported. But as you say, it's a little bit of rising concern on the Delta variant. So I think that that would also maybe impact as Breta residents talked about if it will impact the return to offices. Some companies have um, pushed back on the dates because I think some were saying September, but I think some have said it's okay. then we'll check out in October or November. So it's a little bit of pushback in terms of uh, going back to the office. Any thoughts on yourself?
0: Yeah, I think most people are vaccinated feeling protected from that and so you know i don't i think it'll be a marginal impact on going out to restaurants or consumer travel things like that but i think that sentiment is also hitting the seasonality hurdle coming up where people were going to be going out to restaurants less anyways people were going to be traveling less anyways from a consumer standpoint and so that could really start to to funnel into the data that along with having higher inflation, I think people are starting to also recognize the inflation that's going on. I mean, like around the country, you're seeing $3, $4, $5 gas prices. And no matter if you've had this nominal income boost, your real purchasing power isn't rising as much as the nominal side may have made you think psychologically. And so like, again, this can provide some headwinds to to real economic growth over the next couple of quarters?
1: Yeah, I think generally though, I listened in to Jamie Dimon. Uh, I think last week was opening, I think a branch of uh, the bank somewhere. And I think one of the things that he highlighted, I think that was the main, the first quotes today was about the economy still being strong. So I think the data that he's seeing is that the, the economy is, Underlying, I think, economy is actually pretty strong going forward, even though there are concerns about, let's say, inflation, labor, which we've been seeing, which we've been tracking for the last couple of months. Still, executives keep commenting about them, but it seems that the underlying economy is pretty strong and robust.
0: Yeah. I mean, from a financial markets perspective, we continue to have this feedback loop where if there is any softness, it makes it so that it's less likely that the Fed is going to pull back on stimulus. And, you know, the Fed being the entity that sets the cost of capital in the United States and cost of capital being the most important factor for securities prices, like a a slow economy can actually be a good thing for asset prices. So we've got this weird feedback thing still going on to think about too.
1: From what I read is mostly about Again, supply chains, constraints, cost pressures, tough comps. It's The slowdown is more from the growth of last year, which they can't, which are tough, like, to, when you're lapping them, it's really hard, like, to give you greater growth. But it can be an excuse to keep things as they are also. But I don't think, like, it's really, like, a, if if you compare it versus 2019, you're still above the threshold where you are. So I think, like, looking at 2019 and, Excluding 2020, 2021 is actually growth. If you compare against 2019, then you have the growth is still there. But if you compare against 2020, of course, you're slowing down.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think like the economist's view of the world is that, of course, there's still growth. But I think the financial, financial markets tend to, to focus on year-over-year comps and year-over-year comps are getting harder here and there are these other headwinds. I'm not I'm not saying we're going into a recession by any means, but I do think that the euphoria era that we have been living through for the last several months that we've documented well on the transcript may be coming to a bit of a close here.
1: Yep, I get that. Speaking of tougher comps, I think Clorox is having really really tough uh, comps this year. They can't I think they the the demand for cleaning and disinfecting products, they expected it to stay up a bit. They, they expected to slow down, but not as big, as huge as they had this week. So that is pretty interesting to see. Yeah.
0: And this might be a good opportunity to remind listeners that we're going to be doing a uh, rundown of the second quarter and what we saw on Twitter Spaces on Friday after market close. We'll have a couple of special guests joining us in Sam Rowe and The Science of Hitting. Any additional notes you want to make on that eric
1: i think it would be a really nice time also to meet us for the first time on and live on a discussion and also to forward your questions about uh, anything that you that you've been covering that you maybe want a little bit of exposition on uh so it's going to be a really great time so one hour of really good content uh this friday join us uh, on twitter spaces we'll include the link in the podcast notes for this week so that you can be able to join us on friday so I think on that note, I think we can also close up today's uh, podcast. So thank you so much for joining us. So subscribe and email us on admin at weeklytranscript.com so that we can keep in touch. See you next week. Uh, see you on Friday and then see you next week.